It's time to record a new episode. Oh my God, I can't believe it. We've been waiting so long and we're finally back. Here we are. Welcome. Boom. I think this is actually the 25th episode, which is pretty cool. Nice little divide by four, 100 by four. You get 25. Seems like a nice round number for some reason in our minds. Quarters. It's quite big. We're a quarter of the way there. Pretty good. Pretty good, I would say. What have I just done? Well, I was coming down the lift to come outside and record this podcast. I'm on the streets of Warsaw right now, roaming around. It is 11.30 at night. I have to say that for my non-English listeners. I would love to say it's half 11, but everyone just goes fucking crazy when you say half 11. No one understands what it means, even other native speakers, especially Americans. Like, what's half of 11? Is that like five? Like, what does that mean? (sighs) Okay, so yeah, I've been trained to say half 11. So yeah, I was coming down the lift and I have one of these spots on my lips and it's one of those, like, you know, if you're an avid spot picker like I am, or I'm, I'm sure you've had some spots in your life, my dear and darling listener, you'll notice that there are, there are different kinds of spots and there are some spots that you know when you squeeze them, they're going to fucking, they're going to squirt out and it's going to, it might even make that little, like that, that little sound when you do it and it's going to, it's like, it's almost like coming. You're just like, oh, and you pop the spot. Well, I had one of those and I was alone in the lift and I thought, you know what? I'm just going to fucking pop it. It's been on my lip all day and I was like, nah, I shouldn't pop it. I shouldn't pop it. Um, but then, a moment of madness or maybe a moment of divine inspiration overtook me and I thought it's time it's time to pop the spot so I did and I was like I thought I thought it was going to pop but maybe not not loads but actually I squeezed and it was like a it was like a fucking volcano and it went all over the mirror in the lift <laughs> oh god yeah yeah, so that wasn't good. So I had to quickly like wipe that off with my hand and I've left like this big like smudge on the mirror in the lift. So yeah, a bit awkward there. But anyway, that's, uh, that's what's just happened to me. In other news, what the fuck's been going on, bro, in your life? By bro, I'm, I'm referring to myself in the third person there. Uh, <laughs> what's been going on? So gosh, a lot of, lot of social, a lot of social interactions. And it's been really cool. I feel like I'm settling in now into my life in Poland, getting used to the, the rhythms, the twos and the fro's, the backwards and the forwards, the, the benefits and the negatives, the, the flow of the day, what I can do and what I can't do. I've realized that I'm not really doing much reading here really at all. Uh, I'm also not taking that much time really for myself, actually. And I'm just doing shit with other people all the time. So I'm either chilling with my housemates. I've got like four housemates that are guys plus a couple, two to three of their girlfriends. And I'm just spending a lot of time with them. If not with them, then I'm going out on dates um, with girls. And that's awesome. And then, if not doing that, then going to parties. Either going out clubbing or going to parties with uh, my friends. And it's, it's just constant people, people, people. And so I don't actually have many evenings free. And I'm actually doing my best to fill up my evenings with, with all, of the, all of those things. 
because that's the main reason I came here. It's actually so fucking cool. Like, uh, when you're into self-development, you know, you're going to hear loads of, loads of stuff. And if you're into it enough, especially if you're more into the spirituality side, you'll hear, you know, this thing like, don't be attached to possessions or like, um, uh, you know, re release your attachment to the physical. Like, money won't make you happy or, you know, girls won't make you happy. It's just an endless void. And that, that is true to a certain, that is true in that like if you're just trying to get those to fill this like void inside you of nothingness and pain and sorrow and you're like, well, if I get money, then that painful void will be filled with like stacks of cash. And so therefore I'll feel better and I'll feel happy then. And that's, yeah, that's not actually going to happen. But if you already feel good. Uh, and you're like, actually, I want some money. Or actually, I want some girls. And you go and you fucking go and get it. It doesn't have to be money or girls. It can be any kind of goal uh, that, you, that you really want. And you've, you've wanted it for a long time. Or maybe you haven't wanted it for a long time. But you just, you just want it. And you're moving towards it. And you haven't been moving towards it. That's the case with me. Like, my one has been girls for ages. Really, since I came to Poland last. And it doesn't mean I wasn't, I wasn't happy or didn't, like, truly, truly haven't been loving my life the last year and a half since I've been here. I've had an amazing girlfriend who I'm now in an, in an open relationship with. I love her dearly. She's incredible. I haven't changed so much as a person. And I've, I've met some great friends. I've had some awesome experiences. I've built my business. I'm feeling more confident in myself. I've done all this meditation, all this reading, like so, 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 so many opportunities. Uh, but at the same time, in the back of my mind this whole time has been this like, I still want to have this kind of party phase. I still want to, I still want to go and just fuck it up, you know, and just, and just party and go crazy. And it's been there. And now I'm here and I'm finally doing it. And it just feels so amazing. It's, it's, it's that the joy of being like fully aligned with your purpose and what you want to do. And just everything just click, 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 clicking into place. And, um, and getting to a, a stage where, uh, yeah, you, you're just doing what you want to do. For you, it could be, I don't know, getting that job you want or dating that girl you want or um, going on that big traveling vacation that you want. Like when you're actually on that vacation, I, it's fuck CSA vacation now as well because I'm fucking Americanized. Uh, <laughs> don't worry, Americans, I love you. Um, uh, like when you're on that big three months, six months, whatever, backpacking trip, you're just like, wow, this is amazing, God, yes. And that's not to say there aren't downsides, but I've just been having such a fucking great time and it just feels so good to be on your purpose. So I want this to be a message to you, my darling listener, that if there are things you want to be doing in your life and you feel like you're missing out on, I really, really, really encourage you to go for it because this is, this is, that is a different thing to, oh, I want money to fill this like hole inside me and then I'll be happy. There's a difference between like that and, oh, I want money because then I'm going to pay for my backpacking trip. Like it can be a means to an end. And there's also that difference between um, 
getting that like experience that your soul wants. Like, I really want to write this book and you've been putting it off and putting it off. If you actually sit down and just start writing the book, it's going to be difficult, obviously, probably at first, maybe the first few times, but maybe like the fourth or fifth time you sit down to write, you'll be like, wow, like I've actually wanted to do this for years and now I'm doing it and I'm making the little steps forward each time and it's so great. And I just want to encourage you to do that because the the rewards are there. This is not chasing some empty dream. This is not coming from a place of lack. This is coming from a place of my soul wants this. Like this is for me. Like I like I came to earth to do these things. Like literally, literally on that level. When you have a feeling like that and you follow it, that is gonna feel good and it is actually gonna make you feel better. In the same way that if you're following something that is not your path, that's going to make you feel bad. So if you're working in a job that you hate, if you're surrounded by friends that you don't like anymore, if you're, you know, your relationship with the people closest to you isn't, isn't going well, if you're, if you're unfit and you're eating shit food and, you, and you, you hate yourself for being unfit and eating shit food, then like doing the opposite, that's making you feel bad. So doing the opposite of those things is going to make you feel so, 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 so much better. So that's the first thing. Second thing is learning and growing at a skill that you're trying to improve. So my skill, surprise, surprise, is, um, is dating right now and expressing myself and, and, and women and really exploring that area because I feel like I haven't done so uh, so far into my life. And I'm excited to meet all these uh, new women and have all these experiences which I've wanted to have for for a very long time. Now, if you're the type of listener who's like, well, that's not a skill or, oh, that's bad and immoral, then to be honest, I can't be bothered arguing with you. So cool. I imagine you may have clicked off already. But uh, I'll give a quick summary though. Like for me, it's all about expressing and embracing my masculinity, my beautiful God-given masculinity, especially in a sexual way, in a way that women actually love and actually respond to. Like we all want a lover. We all want to, we want to be loved. We all want to have amazing and intense romantic relationships. A lot of people are having more kind of open relationships now. They're dating multiple people. It's more fluid. It's not just like we meet for coffee four times and then I ask you to marry me and like it's just and like we maybe hold hands before we get married like it's none of that anymore it's like you can go deep real fucking deep uh, no pun intended with um, lots of girls and that's something that really excites me and for you maybe it's something else maybe it's maybe it's reading maybe it's learning the piano maybe it's playing football whatever it is um, and I really feel like I'm, I'm past the beginner stage now. And I went out a few days ago and or maybe a week ago, let's say I went out a week ago and I realized like I'm not a beginner anymore. I was like, I'm not making all these beginner mistakes that I used to make like a few years ago. Like I'm able to confidently walk up to a girl, walk up to a group of girls and just start talking to them, being funny, connecting with them, uh, moving them around, getting phone numbers having a great time myself and yeah, just, do, just doing shit that I, I just literally wasn't able to do uh, a few years ago <clears throat> and that most guys actually can't do. And now I've 
got better at that, got better at expressing my masculinity and expressing honestly and connecting and massively fueled actually by my relationship with my current girlfriend who I'm in an open relationship with and just how much I've just learned from her and being, you know, emotionally connecting with someone on such a deep, passionate level in so many ways, like being together every day for nine or 10 months, I think it was. And just really, truly, deeply getting to know each other. And those skills of listening, of communicating, of, of flirting, but also being serious and kind of everything coming together. It's just, it's just been wonderful. And I went out last week and I thought, wow, I'm not a beginner anymore. And I was like, oh my God, like, I'm like a fucking pro, woo. Uh, and that was really cool. But then a few days ago, so today it's Tuesday, I'm recording this. On Friday, I went out and I wasn't making those beginner mistakes, but I realized I'm still making loads of mistakes. So this is, I think, what Malcolm Gladwell calls the dip, where you learn something and you're like, boom, you get so much better. And, and then you kind of come down and you're like, wait, but this isn't working and this isn't working and why can't I do this and why can't I do this? And, and now instead of all these old problems that I used to have, I now have all these brand new problems that have just suddenly arrived. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. Um, and it made me realize like, whoa, there's still, there's still a long way to go. And that was both cool and uh, a bit disappointing in some ways, but as you can tell, like I'm still excited and I knew, I knew this was going to happen, but, and it's, it's cool that it has happened, but at the same time, obviously there's just, it just feels like, um, last week I was like, I'm on top of the world. And this week I'm like, Oh wait, shit. Like there's still plenty more I can be doing. So one of the things that's crazy about, uh, the skill of like being good with women for men is that it's, I would say the only skill, potentially also uh, public speaking actually, where doing it is so difficult. Like if you want to learn the violin, you go buy a fucking violin, you buy a violin book, maybe you get violin lessons and you just go and you do the lessons and you sit at home on your own and you can play the violin. Or if you want to learn football, you can go to a, you go play football with your friends or you go to a football field, you can go with a football on your own, boom, you can do it, you can practice. Or you go with your friends and you're like, yeah, let's go play football. There's no fear for doing this. You might be thinking like, yeah, obviously Adam, I just play the violin. But when you want to get better with girls as a man, it's completely not like that at all. The, I think public speaking is a great analogy because you, before you, like, in order to get good with girls, you need to talk to a lot of girls. In the same way, if you want to get good at football, you need to play a lot of football. If you want to get good at the violin, you have to play the violin a lot. Um, and, but going up and talking to girls in the middle of the day, in the middle of the street, with lots of people walking around you, or in a nightclub, completely sober, with everyone drunk and crazy loud music all around you, that's actually really fucking scary for 99% of guys. Maybe 90% actually. There's maybe like, I don't know what percentage of guys like don't give a fuck, but there's definitely a percentage that are just like, I don't give a fuck. Uh, but I am not one of those people. Um, and so for years, and for I'd say most guys in the world, this is the biggest hurdle. Like we're so terrified to talk to you girls. And 
that that really hinders our progress because I'm so scared to actually even do the thing. It's like if I was learning how to play football and I was terrified to even pick up the ball, to even kick the ball. Like there's actually so much you need to do. Like imagine that. I was trying to learn football and for months I just sat at home in my house like too scared to even leave or kick the football once. Like I'm not actually getting better at playing football until I'm playing football in the same way that you can't get better at talking to girls without talking to girls. But there's this massive amount of fear in you that holds you back. And what's been really cool is I've noticed that that fear in me is, is the lowest it has ever been. And that's pretty crazy. And I found that linking, I had this massive realization uh, late last week uh, that I've been operating, you know, out of fear for most of my life when, in terms of approaching girls. And if we talk about the book Levels of Energy by Frederick Dodson, where he talks about the levels of human consciousness, really, really, really fucking ultra life-changing book for me. I've listened to it in full probably seven or eight times in the last three to four years. And I've, so, and I've also listened to like a bits of it uh, that I was most interested in like many, 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 many more times. Real fucking amazing life-changing book for me. And he talks about the levels of human consciousness. And they go for, he puts them on a zero to 1,000 scale. So the scale really we care about though is zero to 500. Um, above like six, 600 plus is like enlightenment. So that's like the monks who sit in an ashram all their life. Or like the Dalai Lama who just go around like preaching like love and harmony. Uh, and fear is level 100. And when you hit uh, level 200, that's kind of the tipping point. So everything below 200 is negative. And then from 200 to 500, it's kind of positive. Um, and then from 500 plus, it's like deep, like enlightenment. Let's say like love. And uh, 200 is the tipping point. And at level 200, you get like these neutral things. So like a gas station, um, functional neutral, not positive, not negative. There's no kind of like nice touches in there. If you compare like a gas station to something like a nice little quaint uh, coffee shop, uh, you can feel that the energy of the coffee shop is, is higher. They've put, they've put love into it. They've put pictures in there. They've made like organic homegrown coffee or maybe they've imported it from Colombia or somewhere. I don't know. Um, but comparing that in your mind to a gas station, um, very, very different experience. And at 200, you get this like neutrality um, where it's neither positive nor negative. And um, fear is 100. And then 160 is anger. And a cool application of this is that if you are scared about doing something, you one way to make yourself do it is to get angry with yourself, is to be like, uh, so for example, I'm scared of talking to this girl, turns into like, oh, fuck you, like, fuck you. I'm gonna, like, you get fucking pissed off at your fear and you're like, fuck this fucking shit. I'm gonna go and fucking talk to her. I don't give a fuck who sees. I don't give a fuck what she says to me. I'm gonna fucking go. And you can feel that that has a lot more energy than, oh, I'm scared to talk to her and I don't, I don't know. And all these people are gonna laugh at me. Yeah, 
So that's what a lot of guys actually use. You need to use that anger to propel you forwards. And I did that when I was younger. And I would just be like, ah, like, hello. And it's just so, <laughs> because you have to. Like, I had to do that in order to, like, get through it so that I could actually have, like, normal conversations. Um, a big part of it is just, like, going up and having a girl reject you and then realizing, and it's painful, it's still painful. Uh, like I go up and I'm like, hello. And they're like, they just look at me like, okay, fucking weirdo, and then walk away. And it's painful. It's like, it's like going into a cold shower. You're like, oh, oh, oh God. Um, but you get, you realize when you're in that pain, you're not dead. You're still alive. And then your ego is like, oh, okay, so she completely rejected us. Maybe even that group of guys over there laughed at me, but I'm not dead. I'm, I'm still here. And then that builds confidence, and then there's less fear the next time, and there's less fear the next time. And if you keep doing this, it kind of just destroys your fear, and you get to a place where you're like, I'm just going to go say hi, and if she just goes, ah, fuck off, you're just like, okay, whatever. Like, you, you literally don't care anymore. And I've got to a place now by doing this so much or over a number of years that like I wasn't feeling scared anymore. Like I was seeing girls on the street and I was like, yeah, I could, I could talk to her. But I, but I wasn't, but I wasn't, I still wasn't doing it. And I realized, I think I've jumped from like fear or anger 160 to this neutrality, the 200s. And that was really cool and it was also really weird because this thing that for years, literally my entire life actually, has caused me so much like fear and anxiety, like going and talking to pretty girls. It's never a thing that I've done at all in my life, uh, especially during the day um, on the street. Like so many times you're walking down the street, you see a pretty girl, Every single time you see one, your body's like, I want to talk to her, I want to talk to her. But just the fear has st stops you. And this is, again, I would say this is the case for most guys. I, I haven't met many guys in my life where this isn't the case. And for the guys that it isn't the case, like they're like actively thinking about doing it all the time. Like I haven't met anyone who just kind of like naturally does it. And <clears throat> it got to a stage where I was like, yeah, I could do that. Um, but I didn't feel the need to do it anymore because I was neutral about it. And I think because I was in the 200s, I kind of made that shift. But then what happened? Well, because I felt this kind of neutrality and being like, I don't need to do it, then I stopped doing it. And then this kind of negative energy came in again. And I realized um, this guy that I, I really enjoy his videos, followed a lot of his stuff, used to be all dating advice, but is now moving into kind of general self-help. Really cool stuff, really great mix between like action and like business kind of go-go stuff and the spirituality side. Uh, he's called Owen Cook, or RSD Owen. RSD stands for Real Social Dynamics. That was the dating company, but they're now doing self-help. Um, he says... Um, and I didn't like this when he said this. It actually really pissed me off when he said it. He was like, um, negative low energy comes to you by default, but higher energy has to be called upon. And I was like, what? Surely all the stuff I've been taught in all the spirituality books is that abundance is all around you. You know, like you can always tap into abundance. Like it's, it's always there. You can always... <clears throat> 
Um, yeah, you can always tap into it. The, the world is incredible, full of amazing, abundant opportunities all the time. There's, a, there's just a golden river flowing constantly and you just have to, boom, put your hand out and you can, you can jump into it. But, um, uh, and so that's what I wanted to believe. But I realized with this that it, it's like, um, I think it's like brushing your teeth in that... Uh, um, your, your teeth are strong, but if you don't brush your teeth, then plaque is going to build up and you need to get rid of it. And I think like I do an hour of meditation every day and I'm used to kind of cleaning my mind and cleansing uh, and kind of getting back to this present state. And so it's become more natural now to me. But if I stopped meditating, maybe for a few days, weeks, I don't know, uh, I'd be able to stay in this kind of high state. But eventually, I think I probably would drop down and my energy would start slipping because I'm not recentering myself again. In the same way that if you stop uh, brushing your teeth, plaque is going to build up and your teeth are going to get dirty and then they're probably going to fall out. And how is this all related to girls? Well, I think it's, it's like, even if you're not feeling it, like, even though I don't feel like brushing my teeth every day, or I don't feel like showering every day, or don't feel like meditating every day, I will still do them because these are kind of like the necessary things to keep you clean, um, to have like a, a healthy life and to keep that like higher energy. But if you just stop showering, stop cleaning, um, stop brushing your teeth, stop exercising, like your life will just like tumble downwards, you get fat, you get unhealthy, you probably develop diseases, you'd be smelly, all this kind of shit. Um, and I feel like maybe that's the same with approaching. And I noticed that after a few days, I got scared again. And I was like, oh, I don't want to. And then all the, I was then backwards rationalizing the reasons like, oh, well, the reason I didn't approach that girl was because of this. And so therefore I don't need to do it now. And there's all these just kind of excuses that start piling up again. And quickly the fear comes back. So that was really weird. Um, <clears throat> I feel like this is a thing that I, I don't, I, I don't know if it's ever going to stop. I mean, I'm only 26. Who fucking knows? But I just feel like as you, as a man, when you walk around the street and you see girls everywhere, you, you, your, your attention is drawn to it. And you're like, whoa, pretty girl. Whoa, pretty girl. Whoa, pretty girl. And I've, you always have that feeling of like, I want to talk to her. I want to learn about her. Like, I really feel like, like a little boy a lot of the time or like, like a little puppy dog. I'm like, and I've realized that's what it is. It's this like excitement. And I've been using this excitement. This is how we're linking it all together. I've been using this excitement slash fear for my, for recently to like propel me to be like, oh, I feel scared to talk to that girl. I'm like, no, it's not fear. It's actually excitement. You're like, you're the cute little boy who just like wants to be loved and wants to see this beautiful woman and connect with her and, and see, see how she can enrich your life and see how you can enrich her life and just have this amazing, wonderful time together. Um, but then I wasn't feeling that anymore and that was really weird. And so I've lost the kind of push because I've been using that fear slash excitement to push myself into these interactions. But then as you climb higher on the energy levels, you don't get those pushes anymore because it's just normal. In the same way that I had to force myself to meditate in the past, but now I'm just like, yeah, it's just like part of my daily routine now. Or yeah, going to the gym now. Now, like I actually... If I don't work out or don't go to the gym, I feel bad. 
So now I want to go to the gym if I feel bad. So in the past, if I didn't go to the gym and felt bad, let's imagine I, I never went to the gym. The idea of going to the gym would be fucking painful. And I probably would go to the gym. It would be painful. The next day it would be painful. And I'd be like, why the fuck am I doing this? But then over time, you get to a place where going to the gym feels really good. And then if you don't go to the gym, that actually feels worse. If, sometimes if you're feeling down and low energy and a bit sad, going to the gym could be great, especially if you're a guy and you're lifting heavy things and you're getting all this like testosterone going through you and like a human growth hormone and you're like and you're just like lifting big shit and pushing yourself like that's a really 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 great thing to do and it sends all these amazing hormones through your body and you can feel great um so now it's it's completely switched it's gone from a thing that if you did it you would actually feel worse to now if you do it you're actually going to feel better and I, I'm thinking that that's kind of like a, I'm in the middle of this switch happening now um, in terms of like talking to girls on the street because it's a thing that for my whole life has been terrifying and scary and never led really to any, or hasn't often led to any kind of positive results, but now it is. And now I'm viewing it as well like like a cold shower, like I get in. So some days I like, I'm like, oh no, there's a pretty girl there. Like I leave the house, I'm like, I'm still not awake. And oh God, I feel awful. And I'm like, okay, fuck it, I guess I'll just go. And I'm like, hello. <laughs> She's like, okay, bye. And I'm just like, oh, okay. It's like the first cold water like going on me. And I feel a bit better then. I feel like a bit of my ego has is, is died. And I'm able then to uh, go about my day and I feel lighter then because I've done it. So I'm creating all these positive uh, experiences, which is cool. And also a big point is that as you progress in a skill and as you move forwards, uh, the things you need to do are gonna, your feelings are gonna change. And so if you've been using your previous feelings as like a, uh, a trigger, so if you've been using your fear as something to trigger you to do it, then that's probably gonna change as the fear you experience for something decreases. So you're gonna to have to find a new reason to do it. And that's what I'm doing now and what I think I'm in the process of doing. I wouldn't say I've, I've like completed that yet. I guess the, I'm now framing it more as like a healthy thing to do, as a way to like relax me, as a way to spread good vibes, as a way for me to get into a good mood. And then if I can get into a good mood, then I can share that good mood with other people. And you know, maybe I can, I can meet someone and maybe we can connect and maybe we can have a, a great time. And I think that's a great, that's a cool thing to share with the world. <clears throat> Whew, that was a lot. Okay, what else have I noticed? Um, I've also got this thing in the back of my mind with social media. Um, so some of my friends here are like really fucking killing it social media wise. You know, they have thousands, tens of thousands, some even like hundreds of thousands of followers. And you know, they got great pictures, looking good. And then I, when I was out this weekend with some girls, actually most people I met, I'd be like, oh yeah, let's swap Instagrams. And then I would like bring up my Instagram page on their phone and I'd be like, I kind of look at it squinting eyed and be like, mm, yeah, yeah, don't know about this one. This, this looks a bit uh, <laughs> unusual. And I think this actually happened, and this is funny. Um, I probably did that like 10 times 
throughout the night on Friday night, let's say, got 10 Instagrams, got, got 10 people to follow me on Instagram. And I think my Instagram follow count only went up by like three. I swear actually like five people in a row, like I pulled it up and I think I had 387 followers and then they pressed follow. And then I saw them press follow and then we said goodbye. And then the next person I went up to, I went, I saw, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, follow, follow me. And I pulled up the Instagram and again, it was like 387 followers. And I was like, okay, that's a bit weird. Maybe it just hasn't gone through. And then boom, okay, up to 388. And then I go to the next one. And then I'm like, oh yeah, okay, great. Having a good chat. Okay. Oh yeah, let's swap Instagrams. And then again, pull up 387, still 387. Like what's going on? I think people were literally... Uh, following me in front of me and then unfollowing me like instantly uh, which is pretty funny oh god and yeah it, it, it is painful a little bit but also I feel like an easy enough fix in the like I'm I would rather be where I am now like mentally and no like I know that I'm great. I know that I'm a great guy. I know I have a lot to offer girls. I know that if we connect, it's going to be awesome. And we're going to have an awesome time in so many different ways. I just know, I know I bring a lot of value to the table. And so having like a poor Instagram, but knowing that I give value, I think it's a much better, I'd rather be in that situation. And I am in that situation than having like a sick Instagram but then I meet people and everyone's like, okay, this guy's really boring or whatever, or, or I can't connect with this person. Um, so yeah, that's an area that I have stopped putting effort into because uh, I started doing the podcast and I just kind of stopped posting on social media to focus on work and other things. And um, yeah, I think it's an area I will probably have to put more effort into um, ah, fuck, wait, I've lost, I've lost my train of thought now. Oh yeah, that was it. I feel like I've always been this bit of kind of like an outsider to a big extent. Um, and this has both been awesome in that like it's actually got me to where I am right now. Um, in that I'm in Poland, I'm living my, I'm living a life that I absolutely love. I'm making progress in all these areas of my life that I absolutely love. And... Yeah, cool. But also, I think I can still be a bit like off. For example, this entire podcast, I don't know how many, what percentage of people will actually listen to the end. Maybe you'll just listen to the previous half an hour of me talking about girls and be like, okay, this guy's weird and you're going to judge me for it, which is, you know, whatever. You do you. Um, but I'm just on the mo at the moment on a big like honesty hype. And a big, like, this is me and this is, like, actually what I care about. And this is actually how I'm going to present myself. And I feel like sprucing up my social media and making it look um, more like a fuck player boy, like Dan Bilzerian or something. Well, it's just, it's just not who I am, at least right now. And, yeah, I don't know, I, I don't know what the answer is. Like, that, one answer is to do that. One answer is just to go more hardcore into... Like being, I can still be myself, but I just need to post more and post more regularly. Um, but my point is that I fear that my natural way of being, at the moment at least on social media, it can be a bit off-putting, or and maybe and definitely isn't like the super cool dude, business owner, guy who's got all this shit together. Like it's definitely just not that. 
Um, and I don't know if I want to make it like that or if I want to keep it as a true, honest reflection of who I am. Um, yeah, for example, one thing I'm considering is getting this thing called Social Meep, which um, Meep spelled M-E-E-P. And it's basically this like subscription, you sign up, it's like $50 a month and you get more uh, followers and uh, like real followers supposedly and that they interact with you. One of my friends has done it and he has like 30K followers now up from like 500 or something. And I think that would look cool. So it's finding the balance between an honest expression of myself, which I think this podcast is and this is why I love it. And that's why I like... I'm actually nervous in some, a part of me is nervous to put this out, like all this talk about girls, like what if the girls I'm dating listen to this? What if my wonderful girlfriend listens to this? Is she gonna, is she gonna feel bad about it? Are the girls I'm dating gonna feel bad about it? Are they, are they not gonna like it? Um, is, is it low value to talk about things like this? Like is Spotify gonna like it? Like you can't really talk about um, stuff like this as much online anymore like on youtube like a lot of people's videos are getting taken down for talking about stuff like this but i don't think i don't think i've spoken about anything like derogatory or crazy but maybe people would view it that way and it's finding the balance at least i think right now between that like honest expression but also expressing in a way that people respond well to it um and that maybe maybe i can express it in a way that's a bit cooler uh, on social media maybe that would lead to more people more cool people coming into my life like maybe I'm being deliberately uncool and maybe that's having actual like negative impacts like maybe for example my clothes are a bit tatty at the moment I don't have the best style I've just traveled in the back of a rucksack got kind of kind of relaxing clothes most of them would come from like uh, charity shops and yeah I, I, style just isn't a big thing for me right now also I don't have like the money right now to invest in more style and uh, I'm just like ah, whatever like I'm just caring more about my inner world and my inner expression and the honest expression of that and I believe that that's going to lead to great results but at the same time marketing exists for a reason like there's a reason like you have a great product but if you've got shitty marketing no one's going to buy it likewise maybe I'm a great product right now but do I have shitty marketing is my social media not as on point as it should be is this limiting me should I be learning to play this game? It's going to lead to all these benefits, most likely, and yada, yada, yada. So, yes, they are some things that are on my mind right now. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been really fucking cool. Uh, it's great to be on my path. Great to be doing stuff that I love. Great to be oh, doing work also. Fuck. Um, Final thing as I wrap up, I guess, has got to be uh, I'm drinking caffeine again. And I've gone more into, uh, I guess, like work mode. I've, I've kind of pulled my energy down, I would say, actually, from my follow my intuition all the time and meditating and kind of listening to my body to now um, having some green tea when I'm working. And I think this is actually... This has been really cool. So Thursday, Friday, and today, actually today's Monday. I said before it's Tuesday, but it's not. Thursday, Friday, and today, I had green tea while I was working, and it really gave me that like extra little boost to do more work, do better work. Amazing. So I just paused then. I'll continue talking. So um, what was I talking about? 
caffeine, that's what I was talking about. Um, I've I found that over the last few months, I have been uh, not billing that many hours each week with my work. So I've been doing maybe like 20 hours a week. They've been 20 like really effective hours. I haven't needed any caffeine. I felt really great. Spent a lot of great time with my girlfriend. Spent a lot of time reading. Spent a lot of time meditating. It's been awesome. Um, but I realized that coming here, now I'm living a more expensive lifestyle and I want to make more money. And the way I'm making money right now is trading my time for money uh, as a writer. And a few things there. One thing is that uh, writing isn't the thing that like really like gets me excited as much as coding does. Um, so it's been a thing that's been harder to make myself do. But also, I've wanted to do more hours and get more done to like make more money because I need to make money for this uh, apartment and lifestyle that I'm living. And so, therefore, I thought if I'm feeling kind of tired or a bit slow, like the job isn't as exciting, so I'm feeling a bit more like that. But I do want to do more hours to make more money. So I've decided to drink green tea on Thursday, Friday, and today, Monday. And it's, it's been really, really, really helpful. Like, I think I've clocked like seven hour days on Thursday. I think I did eight hours on Friday, and I did seven hours, 40 minutes today. And yeah, it was cool. Like this morning, I felt like really tired because I partied on Friday and Saturday, going to bed at like 5 a.m. both times. Um, and woke up this morning and feeling kind of feeling tired and just like oh, all over the place. And usually, like the past me would have gone to bed longer um, or relaxed or maybe stopped working. But instead, I was like, you know what? I'm going to push through this and, and see what happens. And so I went to the cafe. I got a green tea. I sat down. And, well, actually first I <laughs> took a ginger tea because I was like, I don't want to keep drinking green tea. Um, but I got a ginger tea and um, uh, it didn't help because I didn't have any caffeine in. And then as soon as I got the green tea, like everything, everything shifted and changed and it was way easier then. It gave me that little like lift up to keep on going. And I got into a good flow had lunch at like 4 p.m. because I'm doing intermittent fasting now and came back and again, worked the rest of the afternoon. Didn't drink any caffeine or green tea in the afternoon, but it's been really, really helpful. And that's something that's, to be honest, a bit annoying. It would be nice if it wasn't helpful and didn't have these benefits, but it, I haven't been able to work this number of hours this easily in months. Um, and yeah, the time's going by quicker. And I do, I actually do feel like I'm doing more. So yeah, I, I think, well, I think I am going to carry on with the caffeine. I'm not sure what's going to happen, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, if I have to drink green tea in order to uh, get, seven, eight hour days in, like four days a week. Um, I'm still just going to do four days a week just to see. So that's like seven times four, which is 28, or seven 
uh, or eight times four, which is 32. So given that I've, only, I've been earning like 20 hours a week's worth, getting that up to about 30 hours a week, that's a 50% increase in my income, um, which is awesome. That's gonna give me more security, more flexibility, build up some money, allow me to do more traveling. It'll be, I'll be able to go to Bali then most likely. Um, I think that's worth it, um, at least for this point in time. And maybe it's going to be worth it for a long period of time. I can totally see myself going off caffeine again, especially if I have a job that I really like. But part of me fears that I'm going to need caffeine in order to do these hours. And yeah, I'm, I actually don't know what the answer is. Part of me is like, well, it's good because I'm doing more hours. I'm making more progress, but it's bad because now I'm, am I going to become addicted to, to green tea and caffeine again? But the whole world is and yada 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 i'm not sure so yeah they are my thoughts on my life right now gosh wow that was a that was a long one very exciting times lots of stuff going on lots of growth happening and yeah i'm going to a music festival for five days um in a couple of days time which is going to be a lot of fun and yeah, tomorrow's going to be a big work day. I want to clock about 15 or 16 hours before. So I did like seven and a half today. So I want to do another seven and a half or eight tomorrow um, to make it like 700-ish dollars this week, which would be cool. And yeah, then I'm going to then I'm going to have some fun time off, like my first week off, actually. I think all year. So yeah, really looking forward to that. Thank you so much for listening. If you did listen all the way to the end, I hope this was valuable for you. I'm really interested actually what you think about everything I spoke about here. If you're a guy, if you're a girl, I would love to know your perspective because I literally have no idea how this is gonna be taken. I know there's, I know obviously people who, like the people I'm living with who would respond to it well, but I'm interested how like people in general respond to stuff like this. Like, do you think it's crazy me talking about all of this stuff? Like, am I an evil, immoral person for um, wanting to date more girls and, and going and talking to girls on the street? Um, and is it a big deal if I drink a cup of green tea every day or not? Thank you. Much love. Peace.